0: I honestly, I don't mind rats, at least not in theory. They're, they're clever. They can be kind of cute. But I will say living in New York for 10 years, it builds a kind of reasonable fear of them. They just, they surprise you. They just dart out. They come scurrying behind you or even between your feet when you least expect it. New Yorkers by and large are not fans of rats. But in Tanzania, in East Africa, there is a place where rats are welcome. And not just any subway rat. It's a rat called the African Giant Pouched Rat. And the place that welcomes them is called the Apopo Research Center. Here, they try to train this African Giant Pouched Rat to perform absolute marvels. Marvels like detecting landmines or sniffing out tuberculosis. We are well beyond dragging a slice of pizza down the subway stairs here. My name is Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura. Celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we go to the Apopo Research and Training Center in Morogoro, Tanzania. It's where rats are being trained to be the heroes we all need. the last time I took a road trip. How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about
1: hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel?
0: When your questions about
1: life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a AM, member FDIC.
0: along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Murugoro is a city in eastern Tanzania about the size of Boston. It's known for being the home of several notable African universities, but it is a different kind of student in the southern part of the city that really grabs folks' attention.
1: Apopo trains African giant pouched rats to use their pretty amazing sense of smell to detect things.
0: This is Lily Shalom. She's the communications manager at Apopo and has been for the better part of the last decade. Over that time period, she has grown quite familiar with the African pouch rat.
1: An African giant pouch rat is about the size of a small cat. Their bodies are about as long as their tails, and the, the last third of their tail is white. Their fur varies quite a bit. They have um, anything from gray to brown to almost a you know y color. <laughs> they have quite small eyes because they're nocturnal creatures, so they don't really depend on their eyesight so much, but they have large ears and quite a long, elongated nose. They um they're super cute. <laughs> what more can I say?
0: <laughs> these rats also have these cute little cheek pouches like a hamster would fill up. Thus the the name African Giant Pouched Rat. And their usefulness at a popo relies mainly on their absolutely incredible sense of smell.
1: They could probably learn to identify anything that has a distinct smell.
0: At the Apopo Research Center in Tanzania, these giant pouch rats are trained to sniff out things ranging from landmines, which are left from past wars, to detecting tuberculosis in cultured samples. And all of this training is done in a pretty straightforward process. It all starts with breeding. Apopo pairs male and female star performers to produce the most fit litter possible, which is usually about one to five pups. After about three to four weeks of quality time with mama, the giant pouched pups are then socialized with the Apopo handlers. The handlers carry them around. They show them the sights, the smells, the sounds, the noises, everything they might encounter once they really start working. Then it's on to basic training. First, the rats are trained to associate clickers with food. After they have that down, they're taught to start to discriminate between everyday smells and the specific smell that they'll be looking for, either the TNT odor or the smell of tuberculosis-positive spectrum samples. The rats are introduced to a strong target scent that will be gradually lowered in strength, all while well, dummy scents are gradually added and the training area expanded. Eventually, by doing this, the rats will be able to sniff out what they're looking for in the chaotic real world conditions.
1: The trainers here, they train the rats, they get them to, because our rats need to be 100% accurate before they can leave Tanzania to go anywhere else. That's the standard. It's not, you know, 99% or 98, it's 100% accurate. And since we've started, which is 25 years ago, there's not a single hero rat that's missed a mine in operations ever.
0: To help with training at the Apopo Research Center in Morogoro, they even have a mock minefield. It's like
1: a training minefield. Um, we have an area of about 24 hectares that has over 1,500 real landmines that have been defused, planted in the ground to train the rats on. So it's it's a safe environment for us to, to show them around and show them how we train the rats and they're able to see different stages of their training.
0: Though Apopo operates mainly in the countries of Africa and Asia, its roots are actually in Belgium. The founder is a man named Bart Wietgens. He is a lover of rodents who was studying to be a product designer at the University of Antwerp when he came across the issue of landmines in sub-Saharan Africa. The mines have been left over from various wars and are now making vast regions effectively unlivable. Art was thinking about how he could make something that would make it easier to discover and safer to get rid of those landmines. At the time, the minefields were demined by people in these only kind of protective suits who would go out into the field with metal detectors.
1: And he had come across an article about, I think it was gerbils or some rodent that was used in a lab situation to detect explosives using their sense of smell. And he immediately thought back to his rats and he thought, why not rats?
0: Since the rats are so small that they don't trip the landmines, they're able to scatter about a field and search it pretty safely and quickly. But there's an issue with typical rats. They only live about two to three years and the training process to get the rats up to speed usually takes about a year total. So your average rat just wouldn't be useful. The working life wouldn't be quite long enough. So Bart and his team had to find another rat to do the job.
1: They reached out to a researcher, a professor from the university in Belgium, who was here in Tanzania doing research on rodents. And he immediately said, you know, hey, have you guys thought about the African giant pouch rat? Because they're a big rat, (laughs) so they live a lot longer. Um, They can live 6 to 8 years. We've actually recently had one rat, um, a retired rat, who lived up to 11 years.
0: With the professor's research on rodents already being done in Tanzania, it meant that there was already research infrastructure to build off of. So they moved the entire operation to Tanzania, and Apopo was born. That name, Apopo, A-P-O-P-O, is actually a Dutch acronym.
1: Basically, it's an acronym for um, Anti-Personnel Landmine Product Development. Um, So we shortened it to Apopo.
0: Lily tells us that the African giant pouch rat can clear a space the size of a tennis court in 20 minutes. For a regular person with a metal detector, aside from the danger of, of being blown up, it could take up to four days. In 2003, Apopo went into nearby Mozambique a country where minefields from the Civil War are still left from the 70s to the early 90s. And
1: by 2015, Mozambique was declared mine-free, which is a huge milestone for, for the country. And we were just really grateful to have been part of that solution, really, speeding things up, using the rats.
0: But in Tanzania particularly, the impact of a popo has been less about landmines and more about training the rats to sniff out tuberculosis. Tanzania is among 30 high burden countries when it comes to tuberculosis. And most of the testing is done at clinics where folks just stop by, they get tested, and they come back the next day for their results. And it is often really hard to get a hold of people after that second visit. So it is essential that the results are accurate.
1: Now, the in Sub-Saharan Africa, most clinics are using um, smear microscopy, which has limitations. It's not necessarily, you know, that the clinics are just not doing a good job. It's just microscopy can pick up 20 to 60%, according to the WHO. That's as accurate as you're gonna get
0: using a microscope. So Apopo has partnered with these clinics. And every patient that they suspect has tuberculosis is asked to give two samples. One the clinic uses, and the other gets rushed over to a popo. The so first
1: we um, we heat and activate it, making it safe for the rats to sniff. Because you know we don't know if anything could happen to the rat sniffing a live sample. And if they think this is TB, they will hold their nose. It's 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 kind of hard to describe. But they will hold their nose over the sample. Um, for three seconds. So that's how they tell us that they found TB.
0: Apopo informs the clinic, and the whole process is done by the time the patient comes in for their results the next day.
1: So one rat can search 100 samples for TB in under 20 minutes. It would take someone in in a partner clinic up to four days, maybe more, depending on resources, um, on staffing, electricity, all of that stuff.
0: Apopo has been able to clear landmines in Angola, Cambodia, and other countries around the world. But for Lily, with tuberculosis such an imminent threat to Tanzania, she says the African giant pouch rat has just been able to make this massive difference.
1: It may not sound like a whole lot um, when it's just a number on its own, but you know, we, the rats have helped us to find over 28,000 people who were initially missed by their local clinics but this then translates if you think if you think about it one person can spread tb to up to 15 people a year so it's actually stops over you know 280,000 um, new infections and so this is a pretty pretty great milestone
0: so the next time you see a rat scurrying towards you dragging pizza or hot dog or whatever it got its hands on, just remember that in multiple places all over the world, rats are saving thousands of lives. At the very least, it can help improve their reputation.
1: It's just, I'm so proud of them. And, you know, sometimes you're having a down day, you just go look for a little rat and have a cuddle, you know? (laughs)
0: Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. This episode was produced by Baudelaire. The production team includes... Doug Baldinger. Chris Naka. Camille Stanley. Manolo Morales.
1: Gabby Gladney.
0: Our technical director is... Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by... Luce Fleming. If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. There is a link in the episode description. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tindall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com.
1: A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it, between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time.